This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here, and join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a Take the Automotive Trivia Challenge, Unwrap Your Fortune of the Week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. Afternoon, everyone. Carm Capriato aftermarket weekly live it's noon east coast time and we always do that here i'm excited about today's show because i have two really great guests i have vin waterhouse who's going to join us and then we're going to go out to park city texas and you're going to see one of the best tours we've ever ever done on the show but hey welcome everyone and we are live from the Dorman oe fix studio in one of the aftermarket's most unique live broadcasts, and you do know that we repurposed this as a video uh, this afternoon on our website, and you'll hear the podcast later in the week, so you can take the show with you absolutely anytime you'd like. And I want to thank my friend Vin Waterhouse for being with me today. Hello, Vin. Hello, Carl. Good to see you. You know, I don't want to tell everyone the story of how far back we go. I think you may have taught me how to drink red wine really well back in the day. I think that was one of the requirements to be in the aftermarket. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is just so good. Hey, we're here to have some fun. Hopefully you're joining us. And if you're in, oh, by the way, yes, Vin, here's a little podography. You know, you've heard of filmographies. Here's a podography. How about this episode? If you're, say, new to the show and you really never went back into the archives and listened, Vin did a fabulous show. You should have the highest payroll in town. It was episode 427 and did a great, great show, intensive labor rates and financial benchmarks. And then he was on my Thanksgiving broadcast in 2019. So, and we've done a lot of other things together on private sites and stuff. So, uh, but thank you so much for your contributions to the show. Today's agenda, we're going to talk a little bit about what Vin is going to term and classify stress reduction in the shop. We're also going to have a great shop tour and do your fortune of the week and do some trivia and more. Where we're going out, everyone, I want you to get super excited about this place. We're going to see and visit. Autoscope European in Park City, Texas. Nurses Mavellian is going to give us a tour of his great, unbelievable family business. Can't wait for that. And as I said just a moment ago, Aftermarket Weekly is now a podcast. You can take it with you while you're mobile. I have to tell you something, Carm, how do you take a virtual shop tour and make it audio? Well, it's cool. It works. It's neat. And if you enjoy what you hear, you may just go out and then watch the video. We do a trivia each and every week. Vin, I want to ask you, don't tell me if you think you know, but cars were once seen as the greenest form of transportation. True or false? True or false? This is just a a really cool answer, by the way. You probably will all get this, but I think you may be surprised about what I found out about the answer. Again, if you're with social media with us, thank you so much. Give us a like, say hello to us, tell us the city you're in, and share this. It's always great to be with you, my fellow automotive aftermarket peers. And again, I always thank so much Dorman for their participation in bringing you the podcast each and every week. 
Dorman Products are continuously pursuing innovations and solutions to help the aftermarket take share from the OE. Now, one great example of this innovative spirit is Dorman's Electronic Power Steering Rack, or EPAS. Dorman has spent over three years developing this complex technology, and they've rigorously tested it at Ford's original testing location for the same F-150 rack. The best part is not about availability or anything like that, although it was previously dealer-only. A free calibration tool is provided, and when plugged into the OBD2 port, bam, it's calibrated. The rack is ready to go, no need for flashing or bringing the vehicle to the dealer to calibrate. The steering rack and pinion is now an in-and-out job, thanks to Dorman. Hey, want to really go under the hood? We'll take the Dorman virtual tour on the web at dormanproducts.com forward slash tour. Hey, thanks, Dorman. Uh, every couple of weeks, we're going to feature a really cool, neat new product. And I just appreciate you supporting Dorman as they are bringing this show to you. Coming up on the Academy this Friday, everyone, Retirement Plans and Profit Sharing. This is going to be a really cool show because I got a taste of it. And it's really about doing things that are right as far as a retirement program for your people and also considering what profit sharing could mean not only to you as an owner but to your team and your and your benefit package well vin it's been a bit maybe a few months hopefully covid has treated you well but thank you so much for bringing your incredible wisdom here to the show. We're going to talk about, I guess, what I've classified this as a shrewd advantage. And you say, hey, uh, I think if we get a little bit more organized, we can run a more efficient operation. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, you know, my experience in doing classes for over 20 years for Napa and over 30 years for the industry. I've met, fortunately, thousands of shop owners and most everyone I see or when they get in trouble, they just don't know what to do. Their business overwhelms them sometimes. From that, I've learned that the most, my opinion, the most dangerous business to own and operate is a rapidly growing small one. <laughs> Be careful if you get what you wish for. As an example, if you're doing 400000 a year and your business doubles to 800000 or any other number, there's still only one of you. So if you don't have structure and artificial tools set in place, you spin out of control and you don't know yeah. where to go. I see a lot of people like they say, Vin, if you just tell me what to do, they would do it. If you said, dig a trench a foot wide, a foot deep, and 100 yards long, they'd say, hand me the shovel. So it's not a lack of uh, desire or energy or will or skill. It's just overwhelming. So what we do, we do a little exercise to find out if you want to get organized, you got to find out what you do. And most people don't know what we do all day because we re other than respond. So over the course of years, I've put together a list of 66 of the most repetitive activities that shops do. Of the 15 top most repetitive activities, you'd be amazed that it requires two to three people just to do that. Now, if there are only 66 activities that shops do, and there's more than that, I have a list of the top 66. What we find is kind of like zero in and say, what is it that you do? So as an example, I did this with a group, and this was a group of small shops under a million dollars in sales. So we said, and not in any special order, I might want to add, and every shop would be a little bit different. In other words, if you're a tire shop, your 15 are going to be different than someone else's 15 who does mechanical, who does heavy duty or what have you. So this group, we just said, how many test drives a week do you do? And they said, well, six a day, five a week. How long is it take you to do a test drive? By the time you get the keys, take the vehicle on it, maybe a designated route, come back, how long? They said, uh, 12 minutes. So if you go 30 a week times two-tenths of an hour, 
that's 360 minutes times 4.3 weeks, you find out that you're spending 25.8 hours a month just doing test drives. For an example, let's go down to an oil change. Okay, if you're doing 20 a week, it takes you six tenths, that's 36 minutes, 720 minutes or 12 hours a week times 4.3 weeks, you're looking at 86 hours. What I try to do is say, let's find out what we do in terms of repetition and start there. It has nothing to do with profit or money or what you're going to build or even skill at the moment. These jobs are jobs that are required. That's part of what we do. Are we doing this just so that we can get a grip on the investment that we make of time in the business? Yes, exactly. An investment on your time. So let's say, for an example, if you're going to write a procedure or you want to save a step, let me back this up because as a lot of people know, I, I'm big into the labor factory. At $100 an hour, three minutes an hour is over $3,000 a month at your standard labor rate. That's at only $100 an hour, let alone diagnostic or labor intensive rates. So if you're doing 20 oil changes a week times six tenths of an hour, it tells you that you're doing, you know, so many uh, 36 minutes to 720 hours a week and on and on and on. But you're doing 20 a week times 4.3 weeks. That's 86 times a month you're doing an oil change. So if you can work to streamline that area, how can, if we could save one step out of an oil change, it's 86 steps a month. Then you find the next thing you may be doing, which is I'm doing 80 a month. Save one step on that. You're going to save 80 steps a month. In other words, just having a, uh, a target of where you're going to start. And I would get that list from, you can either get it from your work orders. You can get it, and very important, ask your technicians what they do. And once you get this list, you're going to be amazed to find that the top 15 most repetitive activities are about 80, 85% of how your time is spent. And it builds in stress. So for example, again, take every one of these items that you do 20 a week. You're doing 30 a week of test drives, 30 times 4.3. That's 129 a month. So if you could save a step out of a test drive, save a step out of oil changes, you'll get that return on time over and over and over and over. If you save a step on a set of struts and you only change one set a month, you could cut the time in half and you're not going to have any insignificant stress reduction. Yeah, but Vin, uh, my argument to you is, hey, listen, we're surviving, we're doing well, we're making money. Why do I have to get into this detail? (laughs) If you get into it, you will find out a lot of the shops that have done it, they had no idea where they spent their time. Exactly. That's going to tell you where to put a laser focus. And then you're going to tie that into, once I know what consumes my time, in this chart, the first 15 repetitive activities require 108.1 hour man hours. 108.1 man hours. That's two and a half technicians. It's 442.9 hours a month. It's actually 2.7 technicians. So if you're a three tech shop and we've tied up 2.7 techs doing these things, or even a four tech shop, Everything becomes chaotic because you get the other 50 or 60 things that you have to do. They get piled on top of this. So fix the most repetitive things first. Got it. But look, at these are profit jobs that I'm doing. I get that. I've got to do oil changes. We do tie rod ends. These are profit jobs. I guess the exercise says to me, could we find ourselves an hour here and an hour there by streamlining what we do and how we do it, because I guess the story is at the end of the day, if you could find yourself another half hour or hour of time, you could sell that. Yeah, let's go three minutes an hour and $100 an hour is like $1,020 per month per technician if you never sold a part. So a three tech shop saving three minutes, that's over 3000 a month. If you find out where your time is, 
if you're doing 86 oil changes a month and you can save one minute on an oil change, look how that how that comes down to reducing yeah. stress. Yeah. So you have time to do the other work, let alone grow. We've done shows on lean, you know, and even when you look at the fact that the battery charges here, the ladders over here, the scan tools over here, there are ways by looking inside of your repetitive tasks, just like you say, to shave all kinds of time. Lean is a great, great book. It's a great tool. If anybody hasn't read it, I recommend they do. And this would be like a version of, of lean, if you will. It's a good point. I'm going to Take, find the 15 most repetitive activities that requires 2.7 techs a week to do that based on that time and save a step out of each one of those categories. Start with the people who do it. Ask how they can save a step. Then get your auto parts supplier. If you're a Napa Auto Care Center, get your salesperson in there and sit down with them and say, these are the 15 most repetitive activities that I do. This is where almost all my time is spent. And any inventory that applies to that, whether it be nuts, bolts, washers, washer solvent, brake clean, any inventory, oil filters, whatever it is that's going to apply to that activity, you tailor your inventory to that. Well, now you're going to save time on both ends. You're going to save time by having the inventory. You start streamlining what you do. You can video your work area. You can say, like in Lean, what do I have in my work area that's not necessary, doesn't need to be there, and why is it there? And maybe what should be there? If you're doing an oil change, that's pretty common, you know, 30, 20 oil changes a week. So if you're doing 86 of those a month, wouldn't it make sense if you could to have the oil and filters where you change the oil? If you could, if your building will allow that. Or maybe you change your oil to where the oil and filters are, so you're not walking across two or three bays. Those are the kinds of things that reduce your stress. Thanks, Vinny. Every single time I get a guest host on, the information, the depth of the eight-minute discussion that we've just had is so valuable, so important. I always ask the guest, would you come back and do it a little deeper? <laughs> so I just may be asking you to come on and take this to the next level. But thank you. Thank you, Vin Waterhouse, the Waterhouse Group. Thanks for being here and providing us a little push to think about how much leaner we can get and how much more efficient we can get. Thanks, Vin. Appreciate that. One last thing. If anybody wants to email me, I'll send them that form. Oh, yeah, great. Hey, give us your email. VinWaterhouse at gmail.com. Cool. Very good. Hey, it's time for your fortune, Vin. It's time for everyone's fortune who's watching. We're going to open this thing up and see if there's any great wise words of the week. And here it is. Your fortune, a great pleasure in life, is doing what others say you can't. A great pleasure in life is doing what others say you can't. Wow, I love that. Hey, this week, a brand new episode went out from Carl Hutchinson. Discover the hard truths, fix your attitude. Let me tell you, if you listen to this podcast, and I know you will, be prepared for one of the most transparent and honest discussions about change ever. I so enjoyed hanging out with Carl, and I respect what he told about himself in the early day and himself today about an attitude adjustment. Also, last Friday, Bob Greenwood was with me. How do I make my business better and more productive than it is today? Vin, no doubt you were talking about productivity right there. Bob has 22 questions that he asks of his clients. All we had time for is we covered five of those questions. So thanks, Bob, for being here. You know what, everyone? It is time. Hey, everybody. Oh, my God. I'm with Nurses Mavellian, Autoscope European, Park City, Texas. Hello, man. Hi there. You're in for a huge treat. I'm going to turn it over to you, my friend. 
Well, welcome, welcome. Anyway, I'm Nurses Medallion. I want to introduce to Autoscope. Uh, this is a family business. We started 39 years ago out of a gas station, Three Bay Gas Station. And this is our newest facility. Let me go inside a little bit. It's just wonderful. I mean, I think as we're looking at this, we are seeing something that looks almost like a mini dealership. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, can't wait to see it. This is going to be a really special tour. Now, European cars is your is your focus? That's right. We're the European Car Service Center. And this is what uh, you see as you walk in. And this is our one of the seating area and of course you've got tv on here as well which we don't have at the moment and we have a little bit more of a seating area right here with another tv and we do have a simulator in here too where somebody wants to uh, drive and have a good time where did you get that from law enforcement <laughs> yeah right i'm a racer and i just want to show this off since i'm showing everything else well, this is a national championships uh, for bmw club i used to use this as a practice before i went to a, a track that i wasn't familiar with and of course i uh it's great it actually articulates and everything also there's a screen up here where it tells a story about the car the driver and what is what it's done with it of course and here is our corridor that looks into the shop. I wanted to see if I could kind of go outside here and come back in. Sure, sure. Go ahead. This is where you drive into. And this is our service advisors area. So there's two service advisors in that section. Okay. Correct. Yeah. There's room for four. Okay. Here's our little bar, coffee. And this is a kind of a area where somebody wants to have, you know, relax and you could always slide the door and maybe have a meeting. So a customer, nurses can actually use that. That's correct. That's what it's for. We're by the airport, so they can come in and maybe even have a meeting here before they leave. And here's our again, corridor down to, these are our bathrooms. I don't know if you can see. Very nice. Oh, this is our parts department. This is the counter. We go into the shop at the moment. We have dual dynamometers that we tune cars with. After we tune them, we actually run them to see how much power they've gained. Now, these lifts, Karn, were made in Germany specifically for me. They're Nussbaum lifts. With These arms were designed to accommodate very low cars because, obviously, the European cars and the sports cars, they're very, very low. They sit low. So, And also, they're adjustable so that you can get trucks in them, too. These are the 9,000-pound lifts, and it's wide enough that you can put a car underneath. Nurses, you built this from scratch. How long ago? Yes, I built this from scratch. And, of course, we hand wash every car. Look at that. Yeah, it's nice. Air compressors, the dual Kaiser air compressors. We've got air conditioning. It's a dry. You hear them come on every now and then. How many lifts? I've got 22. 22 bays. And here's something that's uh, that you don't see everywhere is the in case we have some uh, ladies that want to work in this industry, and I know they, there are. We have showers in them, too, and I don't want to open the other door because I saw somebody went in. Okay. And, of course, it's climate controlled. It's very... We even have the exhaust system. They, oh, it's in the ground, okay. It's in the ground, yeah. You just flip up and... Yep. Take the hose out. Does every technician have a tablet, computer station? Yes, they have a computer station, every one of them. As a matter of fact, something that I 
started a long, long time ago is that everybody has the capabilities of writing their own tickets as well as sourcing their parts. In other words, I wanted them to pick the parts that they wanted, the quality of parts they wanted, and you took out the middleman of getting you a part that you really didn't want. I don't know about you, Vin, but how many places do you know have a dynamometer? Not many anymore. There was a big trend about 10 years ago. Of course, here's our parts department as well. Yep. A lot of the tools are in here too, Carm. Got it. There's our closet for the electronics. Yeah. Here is something that we have. It's our training room. Also, it doubles for our meeting room. Also, watching Super Bowls or whatever you want to watch. <laughs> and it's a great room to watch the dynamometers run at the same time. I see. And the training as well. If you have a, a trainer that comes in, that trains our technicians. Instead of having everybody go someplace, we actually bring one person in and they teach everybody all at the same time. So everybody's on the same, same boat. So tell me, nurses, regarding COVID and everything, have you guys been doing more virtual training or are you bringing in a trainer specifically for a certain lesson just for your people? No, it's all virtual training at the moment. Okay. By the way, here's, here's a picture of my dad. Great. No longer with us, unfortunately. Uh, this is Patrick's office. Wow, look at, there's the family. I know you have a brother and a sister involved. I do. As a matter of fact, uh, you get to see Liz, who is the CFO, right there. Hello, Liz. How you doing? <laughs> uh, great, Liz. And, of course, here's a board that we made. Of course, this is me racing. But what happens is we have, we change the story. It's just a magnetic board. It acts as a whiteboard as well as a storytelling board. That's a clever idea for marketing, everyone. Very clever idea. And, of course, this is my office again. Tell our audience what the door has on it, your office door. These doors, every door, is a solid wood doors, but it has eight coats of Mercedes-Benz silver on it. So I wanted to make sure everything on this building is very, very specific. I wanted to show you something else, too, where the, uh, the parking for the tires, I've made these so that even the lowest car, you know how they have those big bumps? Yeah. They would tear up your bumper when you backed away from it. Oh, yeah. So I made sure that that was very, very low. So the tire stop would keep that from happening. Just gorgeous. I mean, think about the detail that we are seeing in here, the creativeness that we're seeing here. And I love the low bumper. Man, I'm telling you, I'm guilty for that. You know, you think you got it judged and you get a little too closer and then you hear the bumper scrape along the concrete berm. Genius, genius idea. I got to tell you, this was just a, a phenomenal interview. Continued success for your three locations. And Nurses, Mavellian, Autoscope, European Park City, Texas. Thanks so much. Hey, let's do the trivia. I don't know if you had a chance to think about the trivia, everyone, but was true or false? Cars were once seen as the greenest form of transport. It has to be true. Right? It is true. Let me tell you the behind the story here. Although the car is now seen as one of the biggest contributors to global warming, believe it or not, when it was first introduced, it was actually seen as the greenest form of transport around, all because of horse poo. Now, back in 1908, one of New York newspapers wrote that the horses used as the main form of transport in the city at the time were an economic burden, an affront to cleanliness, and a terrible tax upon human life, the solution was 
the motor car. In a large city, horses could produce around 133 tons of manure every day. Now, in New York City, officials calculated that the 15,000 horses in the city could produce enough poo in a year to make a pile 175 feet high and breed 16 billion flies. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Carm, tell me, where are you going with this trivia stuff? Is it going downhill or what? <laughs> so, no, I just thought with all the global warming stuff that we continue to talk about, this would be kind of fun. Hey, an essential episode that I would love everybody to listen to was episode 532, where I had Dave Hobbs, G. Trulia, and Mr. Orlando. And let me say this. This was just before we got shut down. We recorded this last year at Vision. It was a great episode to hear now, knowing we are in virtual world. I'm going to tell you, it was so much fun to hear these guys talk amongst themselves and the cool things that go on with, you know, leader-led training and to realize that it'll be back someday. I really do believe that. Hey, next week, we're going to hang out with my friend Mitch Snyder. Of course, Misfire the Book, Mitch is going to be with us. And John Greenfield from JJ's Auto Care in Jacksonville, Florida, will have a chance to check out his place. So, Vinny uh, Waterhouse, thank you so much for being here. Nurses, uh, appreciate great tour, Vin. Great words of wisdom. Sure appreciate it. And anyone who would love to hang out with us, be a guest host, do their own shop tour for us, please contact me, Carm, at RemarkableResults.biz. Love to have you. And don't forget, all the episodes are archived on the website, and Aftermarket Weekly is now a podcast. Guys, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.